Welcome to Bite Fight. Today, Emily and Sierra are going to battle it out over which farming simulation game is superior, Harvest Moon or Stardew Valley, up next on this episode of Bite Fight. So today I'm going to argue on how Harvest Moon is better than Stardew Valley. For me, I want a simple farming simulation where I can farm, take care of animals, and live a simple virtual life with varying stages of difficulty, but I still have the ability to 100% the game. Harvest Moon is an established franchise of games that have been the premier farming sim in the video game market since the SNES. As such, there are vast amounts of titles to choose from with varying amounts of difficulty and features sure to meet the needs of any gamer. In fact, without Harvest Moon, it is safe to say that Stardew Valley would not exist today, as the creator of Stardew Valley based the game solely off of Harvest Moon and what he perceived to be wrong with the franchise. Every Harvest Moon game out of the 28 games in the franchise follow a simple format. A young person moves to a small dying town to try and revive a dying farm. You get married, have a kid, and eventually the game ends once you have achieved a certain level of mastery over farming or specific life event. Sometimes mystical elements are added for further flavor, such as Harvest Moon Sunshine Islands, where you are tasked with raising several islands that mysteriously vanished in a strange storm. Today, I will be focusing on two of the most influential games in the franchise, Harvest Moon 64 and Harvest Moon A Wonderful Life. Harvest Moon 64 is a fast-paced game that emphasizes time and resource management, and is still ranked as one of the top 100 Nintendo games despite its release in 1999. The characters are simple with a simplified dialogue. However, every character has their own unique personality, such as Maria the Shy Librarian, Karen the Stubborn Daughter trying to escape an abusive household, and Potpourri, the happy-go-lucky girl next door, all of whom are popular bachelorettes that reappear throughout the series. In this game, your goal is to become a master farmer, husband, horse and dog racer, and overall socialite, all of which are influenced by your daily actions contributing to your overall score. The biggest challenge in this game is the internal clock. In this game, one day is approximately 2.5 minutes in real time. This makes it difficult to manage all your daily tasks, often leaving the player to choose between talking to the villagers or taking care of the farm. Otherwise, they must plan out every second of their day. On top of this, there is the added pressure of finding a wife, as each bachelorette is being actively pursued by another character and can quickly be stolen away from you, making this truly a resource and time management game. After a certain level of achievement, one suddenly gets a cutscene out of the blue of your father talking to the townsfolk to determine how you've done. Depending on how well you've managed your time, you can have one to three endings. Bad, you've done nothing and the villagers hate you and will berate you. Good, only one or two villagers dislike you. And finally, the hard-to-achieve perfect ending, where you have excelled at all aspects of the game. On the opposite end of the spectrum, you have Harvest Moon A Wonderful Life, a unique game in the franchise. Despite following the same formula and having characters with simple dialogue, the game focuses more on the life of your character and how your actions directly influence those around you. The internal clock allows you to be able to care for your farm, while still being able to interact with the townsfolk, who all have unique and thought-out backstories. This game puts the emphasis more on the story and less on how well you can farm. Throughout the game, your daily actions greatly impact the world around you, something that greatly differs in Stardew Valley, to my opinion. Drink at the bar every night, your wife may divorce you. Give to your child specific items and it will influence their career choices. Develop relationships with the villagers and they will surprise you with special cutscenes including life events such as the death of a beloved character. As you play this game, the characters feel less like fiction and more like old friends, making some of these moments particularly heartbreaking. As you play this game, you're not just playing it, but also living it.
And the end even comes with the passing of your character from old age. And you are given feedback on your time through your mentor, who is talking to your dead father from beyond the grave, telling him how the town fares without you. It's touching and emotional and a good callback to the beginning of the game. What I love about both of these games is that despite the rush of the internal clock in Harvest Moon 64 or the emotional moments in Harvest Moon A Wonderful Life, these games still allow the player a sense of peace and relaxation as they play, as they follow the overall format of the game. However, these are just a few examples of the many different types of Harvest Moon games there are. I firmly believe that if you want a relaxing game, Harvest Moon is the right game for you, and if you want more difficulty, just look at the many other titles Harvest Moon has to offer such as Harvest Moon Sunshine Islands, which has been declared an unbeatable game without cheating and the second Harvest Moon game out of the franchise, one that I personally have logged 10,000 hours into and have yet to beat. Overall, I feel like Harvest Moon has the best diversity of gameplay while still maintaining a relaxing gaming accent, allowing you to break away from reality and just farm. Something that I feel like Stardew Valley lacks, as it includes aspects such as fighting monsters, and various quests that I feel take away from the reality of just living a simple farming life. Welcome to Pelican Town, situated in the scenic valley, which is called Stardew Valley. You are welcomed into a small town of human and not-so-human residents. Stardew Valley is a modern twist on the classic farming RPG genre that has its roots in Harvest Moon. As such, there are bound to be similarities between the two games as the creator of the game took heavy influence from the Harvest Moon series. For one, the customization, especially with regards to diversity, not only obvious things such as your house and your farm, uh, you get to choose your farmer's gender identity, and the game also allows for same-sex relationships. You also get to unlock other locations. One of the great things about Stardew Valley is that it has an open-world element, but is part of one of the reasons why I love Stardew Valley so much. Being confined to a single town can be rather boring after a certain amount of time. You actually really get to explore the world around you without it being overwhelming. There are also different ways of making money, different avenues. Um, you can fish, you can mine, you can farm, or you could work solely with livestock and animals. And one of the great ways that Stardew Valley caters to this aspect of the game is that when you are you know creating your farm you get five different options and each option sort of leans into a certain avenue stardew valley as i like to think of it combines the best aspects of harvest moon and rune factory you get the farming and socialization from harvest moon mixed with the crafting and dungeon crawling aspect from rune factory which i find to be very enjoyable. I think that it adds a level of intrigue and challenge and danger whilst completing the mining levels. Stardew Valley provides a lot of flexibility when it comes to consoles. Stardew Valley is primarily geared towards PC gamers, which brings in a 
different experience of replayability, especially when incorporated with mods. And I will preface this by saying that most of these mods are created by the fans themselves and thus are mostly free to download and enjoy. But it really just adds and expands on to the lore that was already created by the game maker. There are mods that, you know, add dialogue to expand certain storylines. And it also adds super fun mods that change the graphics, including, unfortunately, some rather naughty ones. And it also allows you to switch out characters with the new ones that give you the option to add additional quests. Though, again, I don't think that last mod is needed because Stardew Valley in and of itself is a very expansive game. There is a lot to be offered within that world. It meshes the open world element and brings it into the farming RPG genre. So there you have it, folks. Who do you think won this episode of Fight Fight? Check out the library's Facebook page and cast your vote.